Folks, uh, as predicted, our stupid Foreign Minister Qureshi came back with a big blot on his face and on the face of the country. He was given a chance to speak on CNN and then he made a very stupid comment saying that the media is in support of Israel because the Jews of America have deep pockets. I mean, this stupid guy don't know that not even a single channel in the United States is controlled by U.S. government. It is completely under private center. Only some education channels, maybe one or two, are sponsored or supported by government, local governments, and the public. 90% of the funds come from the public, like Public Broadcasting Corporation, which uh, brings a lot of educational uh, programs. Other than that, the whole media is in a private center. It is, is in the private sector, and it is called the fifth pillar of democracy. American laws allow the freedom of expression, freedom of press, without any pressure from the government. And even in case a government tried to pressurize something, they only failed. And we have seen this during uh, Donald Trump era, when he was lamenting the private center, sector as a negative media, and ultimately he lost to that media and lost the election. So this stupid foreign minister, when he's telling that the Jews have deep pockets, that is an anti-Semitic statement. And that statement only brought bad name to Pakistan. I mean, what was the point? Why cannot he accept the fact that this issue was started by Hamas? A very small incident in Masjid Raqsa on the 27th of Ramadan, where these Palestinian hooligans they started throwing rocks and other things on the Israeli side and that's what prompted Israeli uh, security forces to come in and control those people. That was it, just, uh, just one incident which was started by PLO or the Palestinian hooligans. The problem in the Arab world and the problem with the countries like Pakistan and Iran who play Palestinian politics to divert the attention of their own people is that they ignore the facts. After that incident, Hamas threw 1,000, more than 1,000 rockets towards Israeli civilians. And that is what started the Israeli attack on the target. This was totally self-defense. I mean, no country, no sane person in this world will support Hamas on what they have been doing. But here we have a Pakistani government, as stupid as it can be, that they come forward and try to uh, bring their uh, uh, support for Hamas terrorists. Other Arab countries were just keeping silent, maybe in internally or silently they were supporting Hamas, as they do all the time. But this Pakistan government, which has nothing to do with Palestine, 
Palestine is not a Pakistani issue. I have said thousand times. This is an issue created by Arabs to fool their own people. They have no conscience when they continue with this stupid issue uh, and then continue their power and corrupt practices. Pakistan was not supposed to even issue a one-liner statement on this because the Arabs don't issue one-liner statement when Pakistan has any issue. More than 100,000 Pakistanis have died since 9-11 and this Arab media never mentions it, never supports it, never send any aid. But here the Hamas terrorists are supported by these Arab terrorists or Arab governments just so they can make hue and cry and, uh, and try to divert the attention of their people from real issues. If Pakistan was uh, really a democratic country, we won't have stupids like this Qureshi or any other Sufi gang representative. Uh, these people, they control so much of Pakistan politics that they are in a position to force any government to give them ministries and give them uh, assembly membership and all that, while they don't deserve anything. These are religious people, they are supposed to be involved only in preaching. But first they forced Islam on Pakistan, made it a part of constitution, which is one of the biggest blunder Pakistan has made in his 70 years. And then they make tons of money using government. In every government, particularly the military government, they have total control of the government because the military works with them and they are their right hand. They support their madrasas, they support their khanqas, and they support all the illegal activities, tax evasion, and rape, rapes, murder, you name it. I mean, their places are actually center of majority of the criminal activities which happens in Pakistan. They are not men of Allah, they are men of devils because they do everything illegal in this country and they don't allow any Pakistani to have any right. They are really the biggest problem in Pakistan. If we look into the history of the Sufi uh, gang, you will see, and I have mentioned it previously many times, the Sufis are not Muslims. They have molested the Islam of Muhammad in every way possible. They inducted Greek ideology, the Hindu ideology, then Parsi ideology and whatnot. They just made a religion where they can make money and the corrupt and powerful can be saved. They just tell every government very clearly, if you work with us, we will work with you. We'll be your spy. If you don't work with us, then the people will come and in groups and attack you. And uh, then we are not responsible. So they blackmail every government uh, based on this uh, stupid claim and then the, the people of Pakistan, 
they never see a real democracy. There is no way that Pakistan can do any better unless this gang is removed from politics and from government affairs, which seems impossible because GHQ is their biggest supporter and they think that with their help we can manipulate any civilian government. This is a dilemma and how you come out of it we still have to see. As I mentioned in the past that these Sufi gangs they actually started around 8th or 9th century they became stronger by 12th and then the Ottomans came and they were also representative of Sufi ideology. They ruled for 500 years in Pakistan. These mullahs, they came with invaders. Some came with Tughlaq, some came with Mughals, some came with Khilji, and they set up their center of spying. They worked with the local people in the name of poors, helping poors, but all they were doing is getting all these the benefits and support from the kings who were using them as a spy center in the name of helping poors and ultimately they became stronger and stronger and then their claim because the Sufis they change Islam so much that it is no more Islam they claim that Muhammad can come in their dream and he can appoint us the king of India and king of Pakistan and prince of this and prince of that. And that way they just claim that okay this guy who is buried now is actually the man of Allah and he was very kind to poor people and poor can come and pray here and they can get anything they like. I mean that was absolute nonsense but at, during those times when every power was the kings and the corrupts, the average person had no choice. They had to go there and work with them, support them, and whether their prayers were answered or not, they were still getting the benefit. One of the mullah of the same gang recently we heard on the TV that which says, that if you pray and your prayers are not answered, don't worry. The God will give you many, many time reward after death. And then those rewards will be so huge that you will say, I wish none of my prayers were answered. I mean, look at this crook. Look at this, how they look into the, uh, the necessity of poors. They tell them, just keep praying, give us uh, all the funds and zakat and everything and then your prayers will be answered if they are not answered they'll you'll get multi 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 reward after the death so this is how they control poor people they make tons of money and if you go to any khanka any dargah any madrasa you will see that these people they are filthy rich there was time when the mosque mullah was walking on the foot or driving bicycle. Now they all have pajeros. They have cars. And their kids are studying in uh, high universities. Because the GSQ used them in the hope that they will create 
terrorists for them which they can use in Kashmir to die for them or they can use in inside India to create some havoc in the civil population of India. We, have, we know that July 11 case where 10 people were sent by uh, ISI permission and who created havoc in India and we know uh, the attack on the um, uh, what you call this this general men secretariat in India in 2002 which almost brought two countries to the nuclear flashpoint and uh, finally uh, it was saved by America where Clinton intervened, intervened and then calmed down the Indians otherwise that war was 99% imminent and then we see uh, the attack or the retaliation of India in Kashmir because their 40 uh, Jawans were killed by terrorist acts from the people coming from Azad Kashmir. So that is the kind of people, these Sufis and Madrasa people, which include also Wahhabis, they create for GHQ. And then ISI uses them and then protects them. Because the ISI and GHQ don't want democracy in Pakistan. They want the democracy which they control. That is why the civilians are always under threat. A small, small incident, it can trigger uh, national violence. Like this blasphemy shit, which is actually created by military every now and then whenever the civilian gets little bit powerful. They don't want any civilian government to have power to challenge their tuggery, to challenge their defense colonies, to challenge their all the perks and the money they make by working in military. Doing nothing. I mean, they had four wars. They started four wars and they lost all of them. They lost all of them miserably. But they still celebrate Defense Day uh, on September 6th and every now and then they ask for praising praises to army and all the people should submit to what they say and just say God bless Pakistan army. Bullshit! This is not an army. It's a gang of commercial thugs who have factories after factories, who have perks after perks and at the cost of the poor which do not even have money for education. Pakistan is the lowest in education uh, in, in the world I believe, even less than many African countries. They used to take 50% of the budget at one time which is still down to 20% and that does not include the pensions and all those perks which is still paid by civilian government. Every now and then, their, uh, their staff or the military men, they create havoc for civilians. They beat them up on the road, they break every law they want, and there is no answer to it. The courts are not allowed to pursue any illegal act of military, even against civilians. So they are the government inside the government and even more powerful. I mean, how in the world 
a country which includes such stupid Sufi gangs and then the military can do any better. And that is what India has been trying and telling the world since last 50 years that the Pakistan is really a very unlucky country and it is time that we uh, so it is very important that the world look into what is going on in Pakistan and do something about it. If nothing is done, the area will be in bigger trouble than it is today. And the people of Pakistan can never enjoy their human rights and constitutional rights because the gang of thugs will not allow them to have any civilian government which is powerful enough to change the constitution and the laws of the land so that the poors can be benefited, the people can be educated and the civility can return to a country which was supposed to be created for civilized ideology. The condition in Pakistan today is horrific. It is because the country sold itself to Arab Thagari and Arab Wahhabism, which totally molested it from top to bottom. They destroyed every fabric of the culture, every aspect of the governing, and every sensible ideology to take hold in the country. For how long the world can see this and tolerate it, it is to be seen. It is about time the Western governments and the American government, they act on it, act strongly, and make sure that these terrorist groups, including Sufis, are eliminated from the country's politics. And they are only confined to what they are supposed to do, means preaching, and preaching peacefully. The every minorities should have the right to preach. Kadianese should be allowed to do what they want to do because they are the one who created this country. It must it is very important that the world realizes who created this country and who now controls it for the thuggery of religion. If it is not done, the Pakistan might become a bigger monster than it is today. And Pakistanis should look into this very seriously and reject every military appointment, every Sufi gang, every minister who has a Sufi background to make sure that a true representation of the country is made in the world. It has to be done by Pakistanis and by the Western world to make sure that they tighten the noose around these two gangs and make sure the country comes back to civility and is represented by civilized people. The Western governments should stop any collaboration with these gangs and should look for interaction with the civilized people of Pakistan. The academics, the students, the farmers and 
the people who really care about the country. If it is not done, the world will pay the price. Think about it. God bless.